listening to Brett on the skateboarding show. My name's Kieran Ryder. I'm the centre manager at Mount Hawk Skate Park, and I've been here for five years now. So, um, Mount Hawk. <laughs> Just, I mean, for anyone, anyone listening to this who's been skateboarding any decent amount of time. They should know what Mount Hawk, but just in case, could you give us a brief rundown of, of what we're talking about here? A brief rundown. Uh, Mount Hawk next year is 30 years old. It started um, probably a little bit shadily in the nicest sense. Um, the youth group, if you know Mount Hawk, it's a tiny little village in the middle of nowhere on the outside of Truro. Uh, a youth worker was working in the village of Mount Hawk. She saw some kids in the street. She did something you just wouldn't be able to get away with now, which is invite them into her lounge. That was the start of the Mount Hawk Youth Club. They did that for about three years and met regularly. Then they wanted to build a skate ramp. That was their first uh, project. A bit of uh, abandoned uh, air land was found and donated by Southwest Water. And it was literally dragging bits of wood through um, lanes and puddles and pathways. And uh, we've got pictures down the front of the first ever sort of ghetto ramp that was built, absolute death trap. Um, five or six people slept underneath the ramp on that first night. And it's great to know that they're actually all still here today. And four of them are actually bringing their kids here now. And one of them is a trustee. So it's a great story. Oh my God, that's an amazing story. So next year you say 30 years. So we're going back to 1988 for that. Correct, yeah. Um, and, I mean, I started in 91 and Mount Hawk was this mythical place even then it was an outdoor place it had some ramps there's a bit of tarmac uh, and of course the whole sort of idea of you could come down camp skate you know have the whole cornish vibe going on we're only 12 miles away from new key um a lot has changed so let's we'll fast forward to the present and then i guess we'll kind of fill some of the gaps in between so what are we what are we talking about now as mount hall uh, now, the last couple of years we really consolidated. Uh, we'd had a major rebuild here by the guys from 414, which was carried out last April, May last year. Uh, it was by far the most expensive rebuild that Mount Hawk has ever undertaken. We got in the professional guys simply because they're the best at what they do. Uh, and I think, and I hope everyone agrees, that what they've created is um, credible for the, having the Mount Hawk name next to it. Um, we do want to see ourselves in 30 years time what could we be but it just means let's get the core right and the core of this place has always been skateboarding so let's work to our strengths um, we think we're getting that we've got some other ideas got some different projects but the core and the heart of it always will be the skate park I mean you're, you're kind of lucky down here that there is such a strong board riding culture you know whether it be the surfing or the skateboarding you know I, I, I come down here and I almost sort of feel at home around here because you know there's there isn't that same towny vibe down here people are either surfers or they're skateboarders or they they understand that vibe and they chill with it yeah. so i mean obviously you've been kind of playing on that and and bringing that out in the skate park yeah and, and working towards that like you were saying definitely uh it's one of the strengths of cornwall um we all come down here if a new face turns up in the park yeah, we're probably all a little bit fluffy down here. We've got new faces turn up and we say hello to them. So, you know, you don't have to go into the park. You don't have to be petrified about walking in and proving yourself first thing. Um, and, yeah, you're right. The history, it's not a session down here. People live on their boards. They travel to work on their boards. They go for A to B on their boards. Uh, if they're not on their boards, they're in the water on a board. It's just all part of it. 
and and um, I mean, you've got that incredible street area, and you've got a really lovely bowl, and you've just added the black pool, yeah, uh, which is a, a very nice, interesting feature to say the least. But I, I've always been aware, again, in the in the twenty odd years that I've been skateboarding, that there's nearly always been, especially when you moved it indoors and got and got an actual structure here, a vert ramp yeah. uh, at Mount Hawk. Do you, do you see that as a very core part of of the ethos of the skate park down here? It's a landmark piece, um, and it's a footprint piece in the park. It's not going to go anywhere. We think we've probably got about two or three footprint pieces now. One of them being the vert, so let's encourage the vert riders. Let's get the young uh, kids riding vert. Let's show them what to do. We've got some nice ideas about training camps, and I've been speaking to Ben Liddell about that, and Oakley and Jake Anderson, so we hope to get a bit of a scene going on for that. Um, we've also got the bowl, uh, which we're really pleased with. And yeah, it's not just because we're pleased with it, it's the feedback that we're getting off everyone who skates it. And we were really lucky, the guys from Blackpool, Woody up there, he's looked after us massively. Um, there was an opportunity to bring the pool down here. Uh, we did, we've hopefully got it back and worked on it, so it's something to be... Uh, they're proud of it. We've not just put it in the corner, we've spent some time on it, a bit of love. And um, again, it's some really good feedback. So again, we've got those footprint pieces, which just means we can do the other alterations in the other park may cost a little bit less but we can do them more often so it keeps the park fresh so i mean you were talking there about sort of the education programs if you were the training programs or how to bring up the the fresh youth up and through um so tell us a little bit about how this place is funded and and how some of those programs that you're talking about fit into some of that because i see you know i walk in and i can see on the side there your teaching programs and the the stages you want people to be at or or that you encourage people to be at. Um, my basic understanding, and obviously I want you to elaborate more on this, is, is that that's all part of what you do here. And, and you kind of elaborated to it at the beginning as well. Yeah, um, we're completely self-funded. We've not had any funding here since 2003 of a substantial measure. So yes, we are a charity, but it is run as a business. And at the end of the day, the bottom right-hand corner has got to make sense. But the profits do all go back into the park. Um, and stuff with the coaching and, um, that we want to do, we, about four years ago, recognised that the people who were spending their time here were not getting the recognition when they were actually going back into the schools. So that's how it originally started. So you had little Billy played football on a Saturday and the teachers were giving him plaudits and they're like, oh, brilliant, you're such a good football player. And then we had guys here who were sessioning, winning competitions, dropping nine foots, dropping the vert, and they would be saying the same stuff at school on a Monday with no recognition at all and that was unfair on those guys who've got a skill level you know and it's their lifestyle it's the what they want to be doing now education has changed a lot over the last couple of years through austerity cuts etc and the academies have started to come into play now the academies they work the same as everyone else they're bums on seats and they're listening to the kids and the kids are saying what they want as part of their curriculum or activities is skateboarding or it, yeah, it might be BMX, it might be scooters, but for us it started off with skateboarding and we set up a progression um, pathway. It's not saying that you're a beginner, it's not saying you're an intermediate, it's not saying you're advanced, it's saying this is the challenges that we want to set. And if you can work your way through that, then fantastic because there is a little kids buy into it. You know, if you give a kid a sticker and say, well done, you've passed your challenge number two, they are frothing, they whack the sticker on the board, they go into school, they're proud as punch about that. Um, 
there's been maybe a couple of people, the older heads, that maybe gone, oh, you know, you can't sort of grade skateboarding. And, you know, they've got the right, they've got, like, they've got a right to say they're the ones that have made skateboarding what it is today. But I hope that this is encourages a lot more kids to get into it. If they get into it, and then they can do whatever they want. If they want to be just a session on a curb somewhere, they can do. If they want to do off and maybe take it a little bit more seriously, and obviously we can speak about the Olympics and other stuff that's coming up, then that's their pathway. It's just about providing an opportunity. I think over the next three years, some of that stuff, because of the Olympics, is going to have to be addressed. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily disagree with it. I don't. I also don't disagree with the guys who say, "Well, you can't grade skateboarding." I think. I think there's space for both things. I think there's that. I think we are sometimes we're our own worst enemy because we we sit back and take it easy. Uh, but if you see the guys who progress and move forward, they are the ones who are saying, "Right." What do I need to do next? What, what's the next trick for me to learn? What's the next bunch of tricks? What's the next technique for me to get hold of? Uh, and so giving that a little bit of direction isn't such a bad thing, you know? If, if you've got... Because, I mean, I also want to bring it now to that wealth of experience that you've got here. You've named a couple of names, you know? I know full well that there's some locals here that are big UK names. Yeah. You've, you've had your, your Jake Andersons, your Sam Bosworths, um, your you, you, uh, Oakley Liddell's come through. Only just found out today that Ben is Oakley's dad, you know, and an old pro from the seventies himself. Yeah. Um, so, so you've proven yourself as a training ground, for want of a better expression, for these top class pro skateboarders. And now you're talking about giving them the opportunity to give back to the to the youngsters. Um, yeah, we've obviously got a face down here, which is Trawler. Now, we had a very successful, or Trawler set up a massively successful Rooster Bowl Jam at the start of the year to celebrate our new bowl. Um, But he's, what he's saying, and it's great when you're listening to him, and he wants to just get more kids involved with it, for them to understand and take it in their own direction, like they were doing 20, 30 years ago. Now, you can't say anyone's right, anyone's wrong, but it's now their time to do it. Um, it will never be the days of the underground again. Those days are past, and whoever was involved with it back then has been so special and so lucky because they've created and got it to this stage. But it is going to be new people taking it forward for a little bit. But I think there's going to be a lot of guidance, and there is a lot of respect for the heritage of skateboarding. Yes, yeah. Uh, and, and some of that has kind of come out today because you know, I'm not just here at Mount Hawk on any, on any day. Not that I wouldn't just come down for any day. We came down... A bunch of us from Gloucestershire came down last year in September just because we wanted to come and skate the new bowl and check it out and see what it was like. Uh, but there, there has been something going on today. So tell us about what's been going on today. Uh, it's the Mount Hawk leg of the UK Independent Vert Series. Uh, we've been lucky enough they've come down every year for a number of years. Uh, and also this year we've been able to reskin the vert. Uh, we've kept it as a bit of a surprise from people up until a week before it was done, um, mainly to do with getting wood in the country. Uh, it's there and I think people have just been frothing today and if you look at some of the clips that are going to be coming out on the UK um, Facebook page uh, it's just insane the level of riding is going through the roof at the moment that I'm no vert skater but that ramp rides so well right now it is as smooth as silk and just stupid fast as well it's really really nice so bloody good work on reskinning that because it it, it, it wasn't in particularly bad shape beforehand, but any ramp will always benefit from getting a nice new fresh riding surface. And was that, was that done 
I know you said you wanted to keep it a surprise, but was it done almost specifically because of the UK Independent Vert Series coming here this weekend? I'm not going to say it specifically for this weekend. We looked at it and, you know, as we set up our boring stuff like budgets for the upcoming year, and it was just a priority piece of equipment that we wanted to get it back as pristine. It is a massive lump of wood in, that takes up a phenomenal amount of space of the park. Uh, it's what you see as soon as you walk through the door, people will travel to use it. Um, so let's get it as looking and riding as well as possible. Because it, it's no small vert ramp either. That's a full-on competition size. Well, give us the dimensions of it if you know it off by heart. Uh, off by heart, I think the coping is 14 and a half foot, and it goes up to 18 foot on the rollings. <laughs> Those rollings are death-defying roller coasters of just pure adrenaline. No, not that I know firsthand, because I don't even want to go anywhere near them. But, yeah, you see people like Jesse Thomas just taking the mick, rolling in fakey off them. I mean, just amazing. When you see how loose those guys are when they're doing it, um, it just astounds me every time I'm watching it. I think you, the, the atmosphere around it today when people were attacking the rollings and airing out and the height that they were getting, it's, yeah, unless you're there seeing it, um, the guys are just amazing. That's the only thing I can say. I haven't got the words enough to see not eloquent enough and so do you skate yourself no i am absolutely shocking um surfing is probably more my passion um <clears throat> i listen to the older skaters i roll around when there's no one else looking because that's how bad i am uh i enjoy it i love bouncing off the guys i think you know, anyone who's into any of these sports will just feed off each other yeah 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 totally i mean it's it's you know there's a slight irony or if that's the correct use of the word because it's Alva's 60th birthday today Tony Alva and so we can never forget that of course you know all those e-town all those uh, dogtown boys were were surfers as well as skateboarders uh, and and I've always respect you know I'm not I don't expect anyone else to but I've always respected that synergy and that connection between the two activities and granted they have very clearly gone off in their own directions but. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the guys that I know down here will happily jump on a skateboard or a surfboard and are equally talented on both. So, you know, your connection is, is clear and present and doesn't need any further explanation as far as I can see. You know, if you're you know, competent on a, on a board and, and, are into the, and you're clearly into the ethos and the, and the understanding of it because you're not just ploughing ahead with your own ideas. You're, as you say, you're listening to what's going on here. Yeah, I've been lucky enough, as I say, we've got some older heads down here um, Mount Hawk has been going for 30 years it's had its highs and also to go with that it's had its lows but with the lows comes experience and we've got staff um, three of them in particular Lou Grant and Sarah who have been here for 15 years each all started off as sort of like um, not coming through as youth workers but being here as youth and then getting jobs part time jobs and now they've got very very responsible roles within a business and I don't like calling Mount Hawk a business but it has to be treated like that for the future. Yeah. Um, and if by doing that, that allows for the facilities to be better, the skating to improve, which will actually get more people through, which means we can get better facilities, then it's just a simple cycle. But it's people like that, and then obviously you've got the guys like Trawler, Zach, Manfred, you know, and the volunteers that come here, because the park would not work without them. Um, and it's as simple as that. And there's, I could list... 20, 20 names here which I'm just eternally grateful for one for showing me advice and two for just for helping out 
So, so we're 2017, we're just in the beginning of September. What else do you have got planned for the rest of this year at, at Mount Hawk? So development-wise, we are looking at getting the BMX section, box section done as soon as possible. So we're four and four, we're going to come back with plans with that. Uh, we've got the bike park outside, which is slowly being mature. We'll hopefully finish that off during the winter so it's ready to ride next Easter. Um, we're opening up a business park, so container units for young startup businesses, for kids um, or adults leaving university for the first time, easy in, easy out options. Um, but hopefully that's a lot of that's going to be around the skateboarding industries, but it might be illustration, it might be clothing, it might be that. But again, we, again, we get 45 to 50,000 people a year here, so hopefully those visits will allow businesses to grow. If they grow, obviously revenue comes back into the park and on it goes. Uh, and then next year we put in a funding application uh, to get the outside plaza built. So that will be outside by the shutter doors. You can skate indoors to out, um, inside to outside. Uh, hopefully that will be a bit of a unique feature and we will be a, a venue which is 365 days a year. Wow. Wow, nice. Plans are behind you watch this space basically okay so what we look oh my good gilly god okay so what we're looking at is this a computer aided design setup here i'm looking at a so nice picture computer generated design of plans of where we want to be um and it's come through lots of consultation with the users local parish councillors planning etc they've all given the thumbs up for it um so that's what we want to do on site which will then lead on to the bigger plans or other plans that we have running alongside Parallel, which is actually Skate Cornwall, which is bringing all the outside skate parks, working with Visit Cornwall and turning Cornwall into a destination county, with hopefully Mount Hawk being the administrative hub of it all. Wow. And is that... So, so just briefly, we're looking at a, a, like a bird's eye view of the of um, the main area, the main, uh, I want to say warehouse, but I don't... It's the site. It's the site. It's we're, we're looking at the, the main building with the with the sort of concrete plaza coming out of the shutters, like you say, uh, to the left of the building, if you're looking straight at it at the at the entrance, we've got the, the BMX track. Uh, yeah, Charles Park outside. And then, and then some proper parking around here for all these cars that are going to be coming and thrashing the hell out of the skate park. Okay, and is is any of this? I mean, we we mentioned earlier briefly the Olympics. Is any of this with a view to try and get some Olympic training facilities going on here? Or? Yes, uh, it's still early days with the Olympics. We just feel the sport is gonna the sport, the hobby, skateboard, whatever you want to call it, is gonna smash through a glass ceiling. More and more people are gonna go, and. Um, yeah, we hope we just provide the facilities to do this and Cornwall can be a part of it as well. Cool, okay. Well, I've just been told that apparently they're calling out my name for some booby prize, probably. <laughs> um, Kieran, thank you very much. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on Mount Hawk. And if and as I say, if anybody doesn't know this place, then you need to recognise and educate yourself because Mount Hawk, like you say, has been a big part of the UK scene for the last 30 years. And... I, for one, am very grateful, and I know many, many other skateboarders that are very, very grateful. So on, on behalf of them and for me, thank you for Matt Hawk, and thank you for your time today. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. When you have days like today, that's what it's all about. And when you see a six-year-old dropping the vert, that's when it really kicks in that we're hopefully doing the right thing. Thank you.
You're listening to the skateboarding show, you dumb spreads! Alright, uh, cool, yeah, uh, Justin Sidnam from 5050 in Bristol. I'm like a uh, part owner and overseer of the operation, I guess. Established in 97. Uh, we're based on Park Street in Bristol, which is, yeah, bang on city centre, right opposite uh, College Green and near Lloyd's. Support skater owned stores because they actually support skateboarding events and put effort and love back into skateboarding and oh uh, uh, yeah our online store www.5050store.com thanks for supporting us whoever has done this is welcome skateboards you're listening to the skateboarding show and this is the bakery boys bitch we don't bakery boys bitch It'll work really good. Okay, guys, we've got a UK Independent Vert Series going on this year, 2017. We've got seven competitions up. We've got Adrenaline Alley, 2nd of April, Wheels of Steel. Uh, Ramp City Seaside Sessions on 28th of May in Blackpool. Uh, we've got South Sea Skate Park down in South Sea, uh, 18th of June. Uh, we've got the River Road Skate Park in St. Neots on the 30th of July outside. Uh, Mount Hawk Skate Park's coming in at 3rd of September. Uh, down in Cornwall and Beast Ramps, Manchester, uh, 24th of September, the Mancunian Meltdown. And finally, down for Blockless Combat and Creation Skate Park on the 8th of October in Birmingham. Okay, get yourself down to uk.vertseries.com for all the info. We're on Facebook, we're on at UK Vert Series on Instagram and Twitter. See you there. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode of the Skateboarding Show, be sure to share it with your friends. And also, Make sure you subscribe. It's free and always will be so that you don't have to miss out. Dance breed, dance breed, dance breed, dance breed, dance breed.